Welcome to Baseball and Whatever with your hosts Justin McAwee and Vince Jankwitz. All righty, everybody. What's up? Man, my voice sounds awful. It is episode 98 of Baseball and Whatever. I'm Justin. There's Vinny. We are back again with another episode. This week, we got a little bit of Cubs, a little bit of White Sox. Vinny's going to tell us who the Bears drafted because... I'll be honest, I have no clue who any of the Bears drafts uh, draft picks are, short of like some of the Big Ten guys. That's about all I watch. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the worst movie sequels ever made. And, you know, I just have to take a second, Vinny. I want to call out my wife. She said Mighty Ducks 2 is the one of the worst sequels ever. So I promptly, uh, I served her divorce papers. I will no longer be your brother-in-law. I apologize. Makes sense. It's totally acceptable. That's, <laughs> so- I don't know where... She gets that from that is that's that's awful. That is a, that's sickening almost. I, I I'm I'm almost about to throw up here. Um, that's how we're gonna disown her. Yeah, I might not yeah. ever ever talk to you guys. You might never ever see me again. Uh, just you know, maybe <laughs> show. I'll I'll, uh, I'll send you some pictures. Just show Maddie who her godfather is. I was um, just, yeah, I'm like the whole godfather thing could be a problem, but we'll figure it out. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll, you know. I'll come and visit, but she Erica can't be yeah. around. I guess that's, that's, just that's oh, probably for the what Mighty yeah. Ducks too. So, I know, I know. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to the whatever segment. But that's what we got planned for this week. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, thank you very much. You can find us in a variety of ways: uh, YouTube.com/slash baseball and whatever. We're up to like almost 230 subscribers, which is awesome. Uh, you can tweet us at baseball and what Instagram at baseball and whatever. Email the show, baseballwhatever at gmail.com. Listen to us on your podcast app of choice. And most importantly, text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-FART. I do know, Vinny, uh, in the coming weeks, we have a voicemail coming from Pretzel Vince after he does his deep dive on 21 Pilots to figure out whether or not they're a good band or not. They are we, he and a good I talked, band. Uh, today. Yes, I, I agree. They are. They are. Um, so that's it for the show today. Um, but we are going to start off this episode 98. We're going to start off with famous 98s that played in Chicago sports. Do you got anybody, Vinny? Uh, yes, we have Chicago Bears. Um, that is oh, the only boy. franchise with 98s. Sounds good. Do you have anybody, Justin? No, I have no one. You're you have you don't have anybody. You can't think of anybody. Are they recent? Um, no, but this is one of my favorite. Like, this is one of my favorite Bears. Played with them from 2010 to 2013. He is one of the ultimate trivia question answers. Who knocked out Brett Favre? Oh, um, uh, hold on, let me think here. Don't Google Would it. Be oh Khalil. No, that's a running back. Oh gosh, no. I, I'm, I'm trying to Google it. I have no idea. It is Corey Who? Wooten. Oh, uh, Corey Wooten. Uh, friend of he's on CHGO Bears now. Yes, he is. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I I like him just for. I mean, he was he was a decent player. He went to what Northwestern. Um, 
local guy made good. Um, you know, p- played a short career in the NFL for what yeah. five years. Four, four of them with Chicago. So, yeah, he had a good year in 2012. Seven sacks. One of my favorite, favorite like kind of off the wall Bears players. Um, other than that, uh, we have Belial Nichols or Belial Nichols. Um, Mitch yes, Unrine. Yes, I do know him. Jerry oh, yeah. Green wore it in don't 20, know him. 22 to 2023. I don't remember him at all. Brandon Dunn. Wow, I don't no. know half of these guys. Uh, Brian Robinson wore 98 back in 98 to oh. 2003. Uh, okay. And then b- before him was Carl Simpson, 93 to 97. That, that was a little okay. bit before I got in, really into the Bears. But Okay. Yeah, that is, that's about it for 98s in Chicago sports history. All right. Um, moving right along, uh, do we have, is there... We have no text, no tweets, no YouTube comments this week. Do you have anything that's relatively new for our what's new with you, or should we skip that? Because I got nothing. I've been sick all week, so. Um, I've been too busy with work to have anything of, of <laughs> anything value. interesting to to go over, really. That, that's all right with me. That means it's going to be a nice quick show, and I can get to bed. All right. Uh, let's move right along to baseball talk, then. Baseball. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. All right. The Cubs won today. They took the season uh, opening series against the Padres. Two games to one, I guess you could say. They won five to two today. Wesneski gets his second win. Boxberger gets his second save. Uh, Swanson gets his first home run in the series. Um, overall, Vinny, what's your take? What's your feeling? The Cubs, you know, they didn't do so hot against the Dodgers. They lost three or four against LA last week or the beginning of this week, I should say. Uh, they come back out though strong against the Padres. So I feel like they've kind of gotten back on track. And really, as long as they keep winning more series than losing, I mean, I know that sounds really reductive, but um, that's really all they need to do at this point. Yeah, I mean, they're they're playing good solid baseball right now uh yeah i'm they really need to figure out the bullpen issue i i wasn't really a fan of michael fulmer coming in to close no, neither, was he, I. neither was i yeah i mean he he wasn't a guy that really had a lot of closing i mean i'm trying to look up his stats here he closed how many games in his career before the save opportunities he had a total of 17 saves in his seven years in the MLB. Um, I, I, uh, Brad Boxberger, um, eclipsed that in one season. Uh, so I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know why Fulmer was given the opportunity first. Yeah. Um, he has not succeeded. They're finally moving him out of high leverage situations. Finally, that is good. Um, he came in and pitched today. I think he pitched okay. Um, today, yeah, I didn't have the game. Did all right. Yeah, I don't think he gave up uh, a run or, or if he did, it was only one. Um, but yeah, uh, they got to figure out the bullpen uh, and who's going to be closing because, yeah, Fulmer's not working right now and maybe he's just a middle reliever. Uh, again, yeah. he's only had 17 saves in his seven-year career. Um, I mean, I guess he did start off as a starter, but he he moved into the bullpen shortly after. 
Uh, So, yeah, they got to figure that out. Uh, Hitting has been very timely. Nico Horner is an absolute stud right now. He's got 10 stolen bases last I checked. Uh, And he's, what, 21 game on base streak right now. Um, It's great to see the, you know, this is what they were. I think they were hoping that he was going to be when they got him. Uh, in the draft, but he's been hurt the first couple of seasons. So it's finally yep. good to see that he's actually being able to stay healthy. Um, I think we're on Matt Mervis watch uh, coming up here this next couple of weeks. They're on a road trip. Yeah. Um, I was it starting this weekend. They're on a road trip or yeah. May 1st. Yep. They are going to be in, uh, they're going to be in Miami. So that's supposedly, Maybe when they'll call him up, that's when they should call him up. He's um, he's hitting really well down in Iowa right now. 275, 402 on base percentage, slugging 551 for a 953 OPS. Uh, playing first base, I, I, I don't know what Hosmer really brings to the table at this point. Yeah. Uh, besides, I guess, veteran leadership. But it's not like they're lacking that with guys that have been in the league for three years tops like the rest of the team's full of guys that have been in three years i mean they have Jan gomes they have tucker barnhart's been around you know ian hap's been around he's so is yeah. da- or he's not a dansby. veteran yeah yeah dansby swanson you know he's a world series you know he's won a world series that guy is gonna have you know he's a hard worker it's not like you know he's some young kid they they got Cody Bellinger's been in the league for as long as almost Chris I think as long as Chris Bryant has so I mean they have veterans that have are there that have won uh, that have been on winning teams that I think can provide that I at that point I I don't think I don't know what he would bring there that that those guys can't fill in if he's you know DFA'd and he's making minimum league minimum, you know big minimum yeah yeah so there's there's really no point to keep him around you have Trey Mancini who's signed for two years who can play first base play outfield DH there's really no reason to have Hosmer on the roster and and if you want to keep him for veteran presence uh Edwin Rios hasn't really played at all yeah i don't know what uh, hasn't done much him. either no. and you know they're they have three catchers i think we've talked about points, this before yeah, yeah. Uh, again yeah, i don't no need for him i'd rather have no. matt mervis up dh'ing instead of luis torrens uh so yeah yeah I, they need to bring him up I may first even, i would even be excited if they brought up morell i know he still has the strikeout rate issue but he's got the most home runs in iowa right now he is yeah in, he's killing it down there as well. So I know Jed Hoyer was on the score this week talking about how they are keeping a very close eye on both Morrell and Mervis. And, you know, we'll see. I think his, ex- his exact quote was something along the lines of, we know that they will play an impact in our season at some point. Uh, whether that's now, next month, after the trade deadline, I don't, I have no idea. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's exciting. You know, they they're they're playing well for the most part. The starting pitching has been phenomenal. Um, Smiley has done great. Uh, Justin Steele has got, he's leading the team in ERA right now. He's got like a 1.19 ERA. Stroman is still doing really great. Uh, Hendricks, I know, had a start in Iowa today. Last I saw, he was supposed to throw about 30 pitches and he had like 28 28 pitches in the first inning. So I don't know if he made it out of the first inning. I want to say he was like, at a third or two thirds of an inning when he was already at 30 pitches. So, um, 
you know, there's no rush though. If if he comes back, great. If he needs more time, the starting bull, the start the starting rotation is definitely a strength of this team right now. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, you know, I think Estrada could definitely be the closer of the future. Just the way that that guy can throw it so hard, I would love to see him be the closer down the road. But yeah, I think, like you said, Michael Fulmer can be a middle middle relief guy. He can be last year's Mark Leiter Jr. Uh, at this point. Um, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just been exciting. <laughs> I will say, I noticed, and I know you don't have Marquee, but this kind of pissed me off just because, I don't know, I don't like ads on jerseys. But I noticed, I know the Padres are one of the few teams in the MLB this year that has an ad on their shoulder. They have the Motorola logo. But did you know... Depending on if the batter is righter, righty or lefty, that is where they put the Motorola logo. So the uniforms are not—they're um, not all the same anymore. So like, if you're a righty, which I mean, like this is semantics, but makes I'm like, sense. Man, is nothing sacred? Like, you can't even have the logo be uniform anymore. Uniform. No, I'm sorry, can't even, jersey, uh, jersey's uniform? not even uniform anymore. <laughs> Yeah, the uniform yeah. is not uniform anymore. So I don't know. I just kind of I found that silly. But at least they color coordinate. Where I know in the NHL, some of the logos look awful because you'll well, have look like at the a Mets green. logo. Oh yeah, the, the Mets, Mets logo is horrible, is atrocious. A big giant yes. rectangle on the side. Like make yeah. it a little like, and it's not like the writing's huge either on it. They're like the oh. writing's small and like in the center, and it's a right. huge white patch. Like just make the patch smaller or make the writing bigger. It's just not. Yeah, it just looks terrible. It looks like yeah. something like like some high schooler made up. It's just bad. Well, speaking of bad, do you want to talk about the train wreck that is the White Sox organization? Oh, God. Um, sure, why not? <laughs> All right. So this week was a smorgasbord, a plethora, if you will, of bad socks, uh, news takes, what have you. Uh, it started off the other day. I was driving home from work and I think it was the Parkinson Spiegel show they had on Steve stone and say what you will about Steve stone. I thoroughly enjoy when he was on the Cubs broadcast and on, on the white Sox broadcast. I thoroughly enjoyed his color commentary because he clearly knows baseball. He clearly knows pitching. He can tell you what's coming up. I think he's phenomenal in that regard, but he was on the score this week and they were asking him about Lance Lynn. So if you're not familiar, obviously Lance Lynn was damn near what Cy Young a couple of years ago with the White Sox. He had a great season. Yeah. Two years, two years ago, um, two years ago, you know, two years ago. So this season he is struggling. He has an ERA last I checked over 7.5, uh, which is awful. Not good uh, for, for arguably what their second or third starter. If cease is the ace now. Um, mm-hmm. So that's not good. And there's a rumor that he's struggling with the pitch clock, that he can't get ready because he needs to take his time and catch his breath, which I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. He has said it's not. He was on a podcast this week and said that's not the case. But Steve Stone, when asked about it, uh, this was Steve Stone's exact quote. If the pitch clock is bothering his cardiovascularity, then maybe eating a couple salads would help. So. White Sox Twitter was all a, all a bu- uh, blaze about this. Do you think? Um, I, I was talking to your dad about this today. That that kind of quote makes me think there's something else going on because if you wanted to go that route, especially when he works for the organization as color commentary, I would say something like, you know, if he's struggling with that, maybe you know the trainers could kind of help him out with kind of working on his endurance and leaving it that. But the fact that he kind of came out and was kind of saying, well, you know, if he's got a problem. 
eat a few. It was almost like eat a few salads, fatty. Like that's kind of the the subtext yeah. that I was getting from it. I don't know. Did, does that rub you the wrong way, or do you think it's just like ah, toughen up? Who cares? Like, what was your take when you heard that? Steve Stone's an ass. Um, I've never never been a fan of his. I don't get the whole those flowers that he gets from everybody, um, especially <laughs> when he goes on the radio before this and says that baseball needs to get rid of the um, review because they're get, they don't need to get a hundred percent right. Um, that, that makes no to sense. me just no. yes exactly. Um, I will live and I will die on that hill that Steve Stone is a you know condescending jerk. Um, he just, he just comes off as arrogant and whenever, you know, he's talking and if you, especially if he doesn't agree with you, he'll, he's right. And you're, you're not that interview was for a professional is that was was pathetic that, I mean, you don't go and say that he needs to eat a couple of salads and then say, I don't know if the pitch clock is what, you know, I don't know if it's his cardiovascular, then why say it? Say that right. You you have access. I mean, that's something that we would say as a bunch of boobs on on a podcast. <laughs> a just saying, boobs. oh, you know, go have a couple salads, Lance, if you can't handle it. He's yeah. come out and said that it's not an issue. You have right. the ability as as a broadcaster to go to the locker room, and say, hey, Lance, you know what's going on? Like, you, you got some issues. You know, is the pitch clock really bothering you? Like, what's going on? Talk to the trainers. Talk to the pitching coach. Talk to somebody in the organization instead of going on a national or you know a syndicated radio station and saying that he needs to eat a couple salads if the pitch clock's bothering. But I don't. I don't know if the pitch clock's bothering him. Like, right. What the hell right. is that? I I don't know. I, I've never been a big fan of him. And it just, I rolled my eyes when I heard that. And I just, yep. Classic I mean, Steve Stone. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. Like in relation to all the stuff that happened with why he's no longer on the Cubs broadcast, because yeah. I don't remember what the exact term, what the exact quotes were, but he said something that upset a few of the teammate t- team uh, members in Oh three. Oh three. I think it was, was it. Did he say something about Alou and Dusty Baker? Yes, I think you're right. And it got back to them. And, you know, I remember at one point they said that some somebody came up to the booth during a game and was like, dude, enough. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's almost like he can't help himself, right? Like, and I'm sure no. this is not going to be the only time. So we'll see. I Lance Lynn does not strike me as somebody that would just let something like this go. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to say down the road. Um, yeah. When the time is right. But the other uh, news that broke was Kenny Williams did an interview with the Sun-Times uh, Sox beat writer Dan- Daryl Van Scowen or Shawen. I've heard of him. I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but Kenny openly said, in quotes, I am not in a good place and reasonable expectation for early trends are that this will change. Uh, he said, it's really time to put our best foot forward. No shit, Kenny. No, um, you know, will there be changes? He said, that's ownership's call. I'm just talking about the reality of sports. Accountability around here is not a problem, which I literally bust out laughing when I read yeah. that. And you made the excellent TikTok of uh, the guy from uh, I Think You Should Leave, I think you which should that leave. is a great. I need to watch the rest of that show. Um, he also said a change was made in manager. Uh, he said of Grafal, he is who we thought he would be. He's very steady, very positive, very encouraging, but in a real way. 
He'll stand up and tell you when he's dissatisfied with something and then turn the page back to positivity. Um, yeah, I, I just, I'm sorry. Accountability in the White Sox organization, in my mind, much like the Bulls organization with John Paxson, does not exist. If you yep. buddy up to Jerry Reinsdorf, you are a made man, uh, in, in for lack of a better term, uh, and you're not going anywhere. So realistically, and I know I feel bad for Sox fans. I know they're going to, they got upset. They were not happy. They've talked about just, I'm not going to the stadium anymore. To which Jerry Reinsdorf is just going to say, well, if you came to the games, I would pay more for the team, which we know that's not true. So yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, it's not fair because this was their window and they have completely bottomed out. I want to say their record now is seven and 20, seven and 19, something like that. I'll yeah. pull it up right now. I think they're, um, they're yeah, over 10 games and, under. Yes. So they are seven and 19. They are eight games back. They are only a game ahead of the Kansas city Royals. Um, and then to add insult to injury this week, the Pittsburgh pirates gave out their first hundred uh, million dollar contract to um, Brian Reynolds. Name. Thank you. So, you know, that's an organization that doesn't like to pay money and their owner is notoriously an awful uh, owner yep. when it comes to sports. Um, the White Sox are now one of three teams in MLB along with Kansas city and Oakland to have never given out a hundred million dollar contract. And they're in a big market too. That's they're just the, the biggest market in the country. Like so pathetic. What, what are we even doing? Like we yeah. talk about wanting to relocate the Marlins or relocate the, well the Diamondbacks, I guess not so much, but like and the, or the or the A's are being relocated as we speak. Like at some point, is that like what the future of the White Sox is? Because they're just they're run so poorly, or do you think that they will always forever be the Chicago White Sox? Like I don't even know. God, what I, I, I don't know it, what I don't know what their what their theory is on how they're going to make a successful team. I mean, I don't think they'll move as long as Jerry's alive. But when he passes and someone else buys it, I I would like to think they'll stay. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a historic franchise. I mean, it, right, right. it goes back uh, you know over a hundred years. So uh, yeah, I I can't imagine that they would they would leave. But man. I, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to picture. I mean, that's this is as bad as like when it was last year for the Cubs when they'd go on these yes. long losing streaks. Will yeah. they win again? Like, I mean, Dylan Cease, <laughs> Dylan Cease was their their win day pitcher. They didn't win today. Like he yeah. got roughed up against the the Rays. Granted, the Rays are really good, but still, like he's your elite pitcher and he struggled today. Like it's. Man, it is not good to be a White Sox fan right now. And no one showed up today, uh, really, at the no. the stadium. The stadium was bare, so that's that's good to see. Uh, but yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, that Kenny Williams presser was almost as like laughable as the Bears one when uh, uh, Ted Phillips and um, I was going to say Mike McCaskey, but um, George were out yeah. there and they're like, well, did we get the quarterback position right? No. Did we have a good season? No. Like, yes. Yet everybody's <laughs> going to be brought back. Like it's just races it, for everyone. Exactly. It's just, man, it, whoever the PR firm, it must be the same PR firm for the bears as it is for the, the white Sox. Cause man, it's just like, really, you're going to have someone go out there and say that like, 
Really? Yeah. Like, do you not know yeah. this organization? Accountability? You hired Tony LaRusso, who had a DUI, and he was and still allowed to manage. It. Yes, exactly. Right. Accountability. Right. There is none. You you signed Mike Clevenger. He's found that there was some shady stuff going on, and you did nothing. Nothing. Right. There is no accountability in that organization. That is laughable and pathetic. Well, and that's going back to Steve Stone. That was the other thing in that interview was that they were kind of talking to him. They're like, all right, well, ownership didn't really bring anybody in besides Andrew Benatendi. But let's be honest. He is not someone you build around. He's a nice addition and a nice supporting piece. They brought him in. And then Mike Clevenger, like, what else did they do? And Steve Stone was kind of going, well, you know, the players have to play. At some point, it's the player's responsibility. But, you know, and I was happy. uh, Spiegel and Parkins kind of pushed back on that. They're like, well, yes, the players have to play to their ability. But when you're getting guys that are not that great to begin with, that falls on the front office and ultimately the ownership, right? And I'll be honest, like Kenny Williams, I feel like is still resting on the laurels of the 05 season. That's almost, that's going to be 20 years ago in a year and a half. Yeah. Like, that would be like the Cubs, like still rusting on 2016. And hell, that's a lot recent than more than 05. But yep. I don't know. It's, I feel bad for White Sox fans. And I feel like that's been the same thing I've said for like the last six months. But yeah, it sucks. And yeah, unfortunately, I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. I mean, honestly, I think you nailed it earlier when you said like, as long as you buddy up with Jerry, like you're a made man. I think oh, yeah, that's what Ken, Kenny Kenny brought him a championship. He's really not yeah. in a, a like supposedly like he Rick. This is all Rick's. You know, this is these are Rick's Maybe. moves. Yeah. Like this is yeah. his job. So I think Kenny's just kind of sitting around. I'm sure he has gives input and stuff like that. But I don't know what he's really doing from a you know front office standpoint anymore. Besides being Rick's boss, but. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's supposed to be Rick's job and it's his team. So when are they going to get rid of Rick? Because this isn't working. <laughs> Clearly, it's not working. Uh, it, this is his manager. Granted, it's only 25 ga- games into Pedro Grafal's first managerial job. I saw an article saying that they got to get rid of him and Rick Hahn. I'm like, I mean, Rick Hahn, sure. But yeah, Pedro Grafal, I mean... It's kind of rough. I mean, it's his first year, 25 games in. He's given a load of crap to really yeah. to, to, to deal with. I mean, a lot of these guys, they haven't been developed uh, to a certain extent, and it it's probably going to take a lot of work to get them developed uh, at this point of their career since they've been up for, you know, four or five years. So, yeah, I, I give him more time, but, man, he, Kenny's got to be looking at something unless, you know, Kenny feels that if I get rid of Rick, then I'm on the hot seat now. But, but I mean, he should be on the hot seat already, but Jerry's not going to yeah. do anything. No, no. If John, if John Paxson got a promotion up from GM, uh, I don't, I don't think uh, Kenny Williams and I, I would argue Rick Hans probably not going anywhere, anywhere anytime soon either, but no. All right. Um, that's all I got for baseball. Should we switch gears to football? Sure. Manures of the Midway, <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. 
before we get to the draft, and I have I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers too because some of the stuff he said today was complete bogus. Uh, was just bogus in general. But um, if you can find it, apparently the Bears give away like the Brian Piccolo Award, and I don't I don't know when this was, but they were playing this on the radio this morning on the rock station. George McCaskey wrote a song and sang it during the banquet. Oh boy, he is an awful. He is an awful singer. So if you can find it, Vinny, uh, you will laugh your ass off. It's really bad. All right. It's, I, it's I really can bad. only imagine. Apparently, apparently him and um, Matt Eberflus have like an eight-step handshake, which was also leaked this week uh, from the same thing. Oh, boy. That's it was, weird. It was It was really – it was just the two of them going back and forth doing all this stuff. And then I I, – I, I, whatever. But anyway. Is, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> The NFL draft uh, was tonight, is tonight, still going on. Um, I'll be honest, like I said in the intro, I don't pay a t- I mean, I watch a lot of college football, but I couldn't tell you any of the main guys besides like the Heisman Trophy candidates. So, Vinny, tell me why should I be excited about this defense offensive lineman that the Bears drafted tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he's an offensive lineman he's protecting their most valuable asset which they finally have one in justin fields <laughs> um you know he's f- from what i've been reading he's uh you know he's a right tackle uh unfortunately i don't i didn't think they were gonna go left tackle uh just because they had um god i, I wanted to say broderick jones that's that's the guy in the, the uh the draft tonight i can't think of their right tackle right off the top of my head but larry borm is or the left tackle off the top of my head uh but um larry borm was the right tackle that was a ryan pace um higher so i'm not uh too surprised they're drafting that position instead of the uh left tackle which is braxton jones not broderick jones so um it would have been an easy jersey swap if they would have gotten broderick jones just you know give him you know braxton jones jersey um no i i think you know darnell Wright. uh not he's kind of a an afterthought, um, you know, not one of the big names, you know, Broderick Jones, Parrish, uh, Johnson Jr., Peter Skrnout. Oh, God, I'm butchering that. What is it? Uh, the guy from Northwestern. Um, yes, I, uh, I know who you're talking about, but I, yep. no I don't know how. I, I saw him get drafted right after the right after the Bears pick. Skorowski, I think, is how you pronounce it. Peter Skorowski. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was kind of um, – kind of a lower level guy, not one that has been talked about a lot, but the film on him looks pretty good that I've seen. Um, he's handled Will Anderson um, during the, you know, who's one of the best edge rushers. He went up against him last year uh, and Will Anderson did not record a sack and had, I think a half a tackle for a loss. Um, so he pretty much kept him in check. Uh, he's a big guy. Um, yeah, I guess he's, he's got a pretty good, um, he's got good hand technique and length, uh, functional strength and pa- patience in the pass protection, which is going to be huge because they're terrible at pass protection. Um, so he does, ex- he does have experience, uh, from both the left and right tackle, but they're saying right tackle. So, um, yeah, I, I think, um, there's just some some minor things that I had read um, about him that he's kind of tight in the lower lower half, um, and then um, he, I guess his bend and leverage. I don't. I you know, I guess just on um, 
you know, where he's at. But I, I've heard that those are minor things from what I've been reading that's kind of nitpicking at him. So it, it seems like a solid pick. We'll see. They passed on Jalen Carter, which a lot of yep. people were absolutely furious about because supposedly he's a can't miss prospect um, in a lot of people's eyes or has a lot of high end talent, but a guy that has high end talent playing three years uh, of football only has six sacks and 18 tackles for loss. Um, That's, I mean, if if you're comparing him to uh, somebody like Aaron Donald, who people tend to compare him to, they play the same type of position. Aaron Donald in his third season, he played four years in college in his third year had 18 and a half tackles for a loss and five sacks. So he almost eclipsed Jalen Carter's entire career in one season. So say what you will. I know Jalen Carter didn't show up during the playoffs. I know that was a big thing. People were talking about that. He wasn't a big factor at all in Georgia's, um, you know, in their playoff run. And he's also a lot of people were talking about how he takes a lot of snaps off. He's not, you know, he was coming out of games, you know, looking for a breather Add that just the playing on top of all the off field stuff that has been going on with him. There's, I mean, he went to the, the Eagles who have, uh, they're a really good team. They have a very good defense. They have a lot of veteran present, good veteran, presence there i think that's an ideal situation for him to walk into the bears don't have that um they're kind of they're a very young team um they don't have that veteran presence they you know they weren't they weren't a good team last year the record showed it that's why they had the top you know draft pick um so they they're still developing and adding that to the mix would not be good i think for both sides for him and his development and for the bears so i think I think it was a win-win for him and the Bears. Um, they were able to get, I'm assuming their top, uh, I mean, unless they had Paris, um, J- Paris Johnson Jr. Um, Correct. He won a few picks before, I believe, right? Yes. Yep. And, yeah, if unless, you know, he was their top pick. I, they got one of their top offensive linemen. So I'm okay with it. Um, there was also rumors that uh, I think the Tennessee Titans were looking at right as well. Um, so that's why they only went back the one spot. They got a 2024 pick. It would have been nice if it was a 23 pick in this year's draft. Um, but it's not, well, you know, okay, what, whatever. Um, it's still, it's still better having that extra draft capital than not having it, um, going into next year. So, and you, you move back a spot, still got the guy you wanted and got a draft pick. Granted, I, I don't know why people are expecting a haul uh, from the picks. I know people are upset that they only got yeah. that 2024 fourth round. You're moving back one spot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 unless there was some bidding war going on, which it doesn't appear to be. Um, yeah, it's not going to be a big draft haul. So right. whatever. Yeah. I'm happy with it. It's a solid pick. They're protecting Justin Fields. We'll see what they do with the rest of the draft, but I'm I'm glad for it. Uh, The guy's going to start day one, barring any injury. Uh, So, yeah, let's go. There you go. You've heard it here first from our draft expert. Vinny says it's a solid pick. Um, All right. Real quick before we move on. I was listening. I was listening to the radio this morning when I was driving into work. And obviously the Aaron Rodgers trade went down recently to the Jets, which I still 
I I don't understand, but um, whatever. But he had his introductory press conference today, and he kind of broke down what happened. Uh, and this is what he said in the press conference in terms of Packers trying to uh, contact him to kind of figure out what was going on because we had heard that they could not get a hold of him for a while. Aaron Rodgers is quoted as saying, people who know me uh, know that I'm very fortunate to live in a beautiful house. The only downside is I have very limited cell service. If you want to get a hold of me, I need to see your face. You have to FaceTime me. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? What? what? <laughs> so, okay, couple couple things wrong. And, and this is the tech guy uh, who, who does this kind of stuff for a living uh, now, but... Uh, there's pictures of his house in this article from the USA today. It's gigantic. It's, it looks like it's out in the Hills, wherever the hell he lives. I don't know, but, um, you could get a a mesh system. So your Wi-Fi is great. You could get Mm Wi-Fi extenders. Uh, your phone Wi-Fi calling is pretty much universal among all the cell phone carriers. I believe now he's still Uh, rocking the, the, the original Apple iPhone. So, ah, that's gotta be it. Cause then I'm thinking, okay, if he, FaceTime, you need you. I mean, you can do FaceTime on your cell signal, but it's usually better to do it on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, like, it's just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers, which at this point in time is just him being a raging a-hole, an entitled, self-delusional guy. I don't know what else to say, but I'm so glad we don't have to listen to him. I think I am going to thoroughly enjoy the Jets playing some of the play some of the teams in that division now in. Hopefully getting rocked. He also had some quote that Zach Wilson said he was going to make his life living hell in training camp. And then Aaron Rodgers said, well, I'm going to make his life a living heaven outside of the football field, which I don't even know what that means. It's kind of creepy. Are they going to start? Uh, are they like, what? <laughs> are they going to move know. in together? Or are they, are they, is he going to, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> it's I don't a know. really weird yeah yeah they're gonna be best friends by the end of the season (laughs) the only thing i can say is if jordan loves end up becoming like the second coming of christ and becoming the next quarterback for the packers just to completely own the bears i'm gonna be so sad so i hope well the the recipes there i mean they did that to Favre. yeah they traded him to the jets and then and then what in two year or two then uh then Rodgers is going to go to the Vikings, and in about yeah. five years, the Green Bay Packers will win another Super Bowl. So get your futures in now for Green Bay winning the what twenty twenty eight Super it, Bowl. How many how many years do we have to put down until Aaron Rodgers starts sending dick pics to people unsolicited like Favre? Uh, that, yeah, like seven I, or eight. I don't we'll then, see. We'll, we'll, we'll hope. I was going to say he's he's going to have to give. Uh, he's going to so, have to solicit. Uh, university officials to build his daughter a volleyball stadium. Uh, well, he's not going to have a family, so I don't think we need to worry about that's that. True. Uh, not uh, yet. Not yet. Yeah, and that was another well, joke that don't have a family. So yeah, at, at <laughs> least uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to have that awkward conversation with uh, Zach Wilson when Zach Wilson bangs his mom because Aaron Rodgers doesn't <laughs> talk to his mom. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> I say what you will about Aaron Rodgers. He's never, you know, had any off the field outside of being a kind of a, a really space cadet weirdo. Um, He's never really had 
too much of off the field like troubles. And even when he was partnered up with Ryan Braun and Ryan Braun was found guilty of cheating, he split ways with them. Like he's got some sort of, you know, some morals uh, where Brett Favre doesn't appear to have any morals. So, yeah. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. What a, He's he's a weirdo, says a lot of weird things, does some weird things, but weird. We're all a little weird, so I think sure. I think you can move past it. All right. Well, move past it we shall by moving straight on to the whatever segment. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude, irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, Vinny, take it away. Welcome to whatever baseball, whatever. This week we are discussing, right? We're not ranking. Uh, we can do either. I have more than five, so it's at your call. We can discuss or rank your choice. We can just discuss bad sequels because, okay. yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, my number one was locked in not locked and loaded um and yeah we can just discuss them though um this week we are discussing bad sequel movies uh there are a ton of them out there uh i know when i was going through my list i was looking up some and when i was coming up i i ranked them but as i was doing it i was i don't know how you did it but I was looking at like the original film. How good was the original and like how bad was like so like the greater the good like the first film was compared to how bad the second one Ooh, was. I like that. that gap I like there that. made it like rise up in the ranking. Um, okay. And I, I know my number one was the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um, because oh, it, it's kind of cheating because I'm taking the whole trilogy versus the original oh, no, trilogy, it's okay. It's but okay. I, yeah, because, well, I mean, you have to look at it as one, like you can't like, I, you could break down each one and talk about how bad, like from force awakens onward. But if you look at the whole trilogy altogether, that was such a gigantic mess of a film. If you look at all three compared to the original trilogy, like w- you clearly see the different visions that the directors had like from one from force awakens to the last or yeah, the last Jedi. Um, and then the rise of Skywalker tries to erase what was done during the last Jedi in the first 10 minutes. And okay, now we're going to kind of keep continue. I, and it's not even like it was like, they tried to like bring in stuff from the force awakens. Like, uh, yeah, it just was it was messy and it was terrible, like absolutely atrocious for a sequel. Yeah, I yes, I had Last Jedi on mine. That movie made me angry. And Vinny, I don't get angry very often. Uh, yeah. But uh, the fact that it completely undid everything that was somewhat decent in Force Awakens, you had this mm-hmm. new Republic government, which was completely up and running and then in last jedi it's like they're down to like nine ships and they're on the run i'm like well wait a minute what the hell happened to the entire government right you're a multi-planet government where how what what happened yeah how did huh what you know so and then and then like you said um rise of not right was it rise of skywalker yeah rise of skywalker okay 
Yeah. That one, the first time I saw it, I'm like, you know what? This isn't so bad. And I remember telling you and Greg, and then you guys went and saw it, and you're like, you need to watch that movie again because it is garbage. And then I well, watched it again, and I'm like, yes, it is. So. What well, was funny because you both saw it in theater, and that was like right, I think right around COVID, right? Yes. Was that like so. right then? I and I remember start. Or, I don't remember to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I try to for, forget that. Um, but I just remember. <laughs> You know what? It wasn't. God, I'm trying to remember when COVID. No, we were still at the old house um, at okay. when COVID started. So, but that's when I watched. It was at the old house, and I just remember Greg had seen it. You had seen it. You talked about how good it was, and Greg was just like, "I'm. I don't think don't you're right, Justin. Don't listen yeah. to him. <laughs> don't listen to him." Was the nice way, and then I remember watching. I'm like, Justin, like ten minutes in, I'm like, "What the hell is going on with this, Justin? How did you think this was good?" And it just got worse from there. It was so bad, and yeah, I just there was some there were good things in you know the first the, in the Force Awakens that they could have built off of the Last yeah, Jedi, like. Yeah erased it because right. didn't they kill up captain phasma too like in like a pathetic way um was it yes captain phasma's right. death and they killed two, off or... snoke too which you had yeah. this weird villain that no one knew his backstory and then he was just dead i'm like well wait dead yeah how was he what? yeah kylo ren yeah kylo ren kills him you're like oh kylo ren's good now and then kylo ren's bad again like what the hell is yeah. going on and then they had like the weird oh we're you know for the first movie they had uh ray and finn that kind of had like a will they won't they type of like relationship yeah. which was funny because it was kind of comical the way they yes. were doing it, it was like, oh, okay, that, like that's cool. I hope they end up getting together. That's pretty cool. And yeah. then, like, you throw Rose in there, and it's like, what are those two doing? Like, are they like well, she yeah, trying to shack up with him? Yeah. And then they're on the, you know, they're in like the Las Vegas of planets, and yes. they're like, oh, yes, these these ant poor animals as there's like slave children like chained slave up. But let's free, yeah, yeah, let's. Let's free the the animal, the racehorses. Let's free those animals yeah. instead of the kids. And it just was, yeah, kind of. They're gonna make weird. the kids run now. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank God for Rogue One. That's all I can say is that that's yep. got everything back on track for me. But yes, uh, I had Last Jedi on my list too. Um, another one I had on my list was Independence Day Resurgence. Did you see Independence Day Resurgence? I did. <sighs> And I just, and I, I, it was one where I was like, yeah, I could probably put that. I need to watch it again. To the first one was good, but the first, you watch the first one, and I guess it was, it was kind of like it doesn't live up to like if you watch it again today, it's like, ooh, that's yeah. like the 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 graphics and stuff were good back then. Today, it, yeah. it's you, it's not good. The story was interesting. You know, the story was cool but it again it was it is like kind of like there's a lot of one one-liner hokey lines there's in there of, um, yeah and it's just yeah. it, it, and that and i love the original but like and it's like they just took that and just redid it in the the second one but again it's like, like it's like last night yeah what what were yeah what were people expecting though like out of that second one like i don't well, i don't remember it being that bad but i know like when I was looking at like bad sequel movies, it kept popping up. I'm like, I, I don't remember it being that bad. It literally, it killed the, it was going to be a trilogy. They, they had a third one in pre-production. That second one bombed so bad. It killed the third movies. They canceled it. But, um, 
you know, they brought back all the original cast besides Will Smith, who probably saw the writing on the wall. And I mean, they killed Will Smith's character off in a three minute bridge scene uh, that you could watch on YouTube as to why he wasn't in it. And then it was pretty much just Independence Day one all over again. But they were they were using all the alien technology. And yeah. And then there was this. This white ball that was going to take them to where the aliens planet is and they were going to bring the fight to them. And that's how the sequel ends. And it was just, Oh, is that so, how it, that how it, yeah, I, I guess I, that was going to be the third movie was them going to fight on the alien planet. And that will never be made now. Cause they shut everything down. So yeah, it, I mean, I thought it was cool. They got the weird scientist guy to literally come back in that movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's been in anything since those movies, but um no, yeah, it was not good. It was it was yeah. really nice. I mean, it's got and, Jeff Goldblum in it and he's he's yes. always got some great he you know, he had great lines in the first one. He had good lines in yeah. the second one from what I remember. And, and it's uh, just Judd Hirsch was still in it. I mean, like I love yeah. Judd Hirsch. So Bill Pullman, you know, I don't yep. know what he's been up to, but he was in it. So yeah, so it had potential, but it was not good. Um Yeah. What else you got? What about you? Um the Hangover 2. That was so yeah, bad. I have that on my list too. I um, I just for how they did not. I it was a complete cash grab. I mean, it was literally like, oh, we'll take Hangover One and just put it in. You know, uh, where were they? Um, Bangkok. They were out in Bangkok yeah. for that one, and they just pretty much just did that in Bangkok, and it was just okay. Like that, did, they didn't need to make it. The first one was so great; no. it was yes. completely epic. Um. And yeah, they just completely botched it. The third one was all right. It was better than the second That's one, but you, man, yes. Yes. the the second one was so, so bad. Um, and it really like you could watch the first one and then the second or the third one and really not miss too much. No. Uh with it. Yes. So I I remember us going to see the second one and being excited, and I'm like, oh, that was not very good at all. And then no. I, for some, for whatever reason, we decided to go see the third one, I think in theaters. And the third one was actually, like you said, it wasn't as good as the first, but it was serviceable and I would definitely yeah. watch it again if it was on TV. Um, but yeah, that second one did not need to be made. It, it they had it Mike Tyson singing offered, in it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it offered nothing of value whatsoever. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't good. Another uh going back to the 90s in Will Smith, another sequel that I absolutely hated was Men in Black 2. Did you ever see Men in Black 2? Uh, yeah, was that the Johnny Knoxville? Uh, yes. Is in that yep. one? Yeah. It that wasn't, it wasn't Again, good. yeah, they didn't they didn't need to do that one. I I Now agree the third with you. one, the third one wasn't bad where it was actually more of a time travel movie, uh and I think was that with Chris Josh Hemsworth? Roland? No, that was the fourth one. I did not see that okay. one. This one I still had Will either. Smith, and it had, I believe it was Josh Brolin playing a young version of Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, okay. That one was okay. The second one, though, was awful. Uh, Johnny Knoxville didn't really bring much to the table there, but um, yeah, I don't know. I. It, it's a shame because I feel like lately all we get is sequels and remakes and it you're yep. not really getting a lot of creative new ideas. Um, it's a bummer. It's an absolute yeah. bummer. So, but yeah, yeah, that was, that's a good pick. I remember when that came out, that was pretty hyped up. And again, I, 
I think that was one they probably should not have made. They could have just left that one alone. Um, Yeah, that was that's a good one. Um, I think I thought of that one, but I think I liked it when it first came up. But I was still a kid. Like it's like, oh, Will Smith, Men in Black. Like this is great. Yeah. Um, But it's yeah, I haven't I haven't watched it, and nor do I really want to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, another one I had on my list was Boondock Saints 2. And oh, really? I okay. I like that, but I like it. But I understand that it's bad. Like, it's one of those, like, I like it, but I know it's not good. It's not even close to the first one. It's just, yeah, they, they tried to replace Rocco in it. And the guy they replaced it with was, he wasn't good. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it wasn't. It wasn't good um, for, as, for as epic as that first one was. Um, I didn't really didn't really hit the mark, although they left it open for a third one. Um, I don't know if they're going to make it with how bad the second one was. Um, the Boondock Saints 3 is officially in the works and began filming okay. in May of 2022. All right. So, so I don't know, last I year? It's got to be close. Yeah. 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 Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the... Th- it wraps up. I mean, it wasn't as bad as like the hangover too, but it just, I liked it, but I understand a lot of people didn't like it. And I get that. It's, you know, it's not up to par as what the first movie was, but that first movie was iconic. I mean, it kind of hard to, to be as good as that one was. I just remember seeing that that came out when I, uh, a couple years before I got to high school, but then in high school, like that was the movie everybody talked about. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if it was like a, Southside Irish, Southside Chicago thing or what? But um, holy cow! Yeah, I I really enjoyed the first movie. It was really yeah. good. The second one, I I can honestly say I know I saw it. Um, I think I saw yeah. it with your sister because I think we were dating. But I don't remember a single thing. I couldn't tell you one thing that happened in that movie. So that's probably just as damning is that it was that forgettable, right? Yep. Compared to the first one that had some really great scenes and dialogue and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, what about? I, I have. Any? Uh, go ahead. What were you, no, uh, I was going to yeah, ask I, you if I you have, had any other ones. I have three more, and then we, we there's a couple of comments in here we need to talk about, especially one from Brian about Caddyshack too. But uh, Dumb and Dumber Two, which was the sequel with Jim and Jim Carrey uh, that came out probably like ten years ago. Yeah. Um, I was really excited for that because I liked Dumb and Dumber, which was the prequel. I mean, it was stupid, yep. but I enjoyed it in high school. That sequel with with uh, Jeff Gold, not Jeff Gold, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Bridges, Jeff, no Jeff Bridges, Jeff Daniels, Jeff, Bridges? Jeff Daniels, no. thank you, Jeff Daniels. <laughs> You'll yes, get there. Jeff, Third Jeff time's charm. Be a different movie. Jeff Daniels in in uh, uh, Jim Carrey was just really disappointing. Like it didn't. You could tell they were trying to recapture what they had in the original, but yeah. just too much time had gone by. Like it's. I'm sorry, it's not. It doesn't work. So now that original movie. I will literally, anytime that movie's on, I will, if it's on TV and I have nothing going on, which isn't very often anymore, I would, I would literally just sit there and watch that movie. I yep. love that movie with a passion. Yeah. I could quote that entire movie. I mean, it's, it's good. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that movie's so quotable, but I know, yeah. yeah, when the second one came out, I didn't really have, I mean, I was like, Ooh, like, all right, they're doing another Dumb and Dumber too. Like they're doing another Dumb and Dumber. They got, you know, Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels. 
all right, this is gonna be awesome. And then like I saw like the like clip, I'm like oh, this isn't gonna be good. And I haven't, I don't think I've seen don't maybe don't, more than a half hour of that movie. Yeah, I just it it didn't look good. But I did. I'm with you. I like the prequel. It was it's really dumb. But I yes. still liked it. Um, but yeah, Dumb and Dumber 2, I think. Yeah, I didn't want to watch it. I, I'm i glad that you were able to put it on your list. I couldn't di- didn't put it on my list because I didn't watch it. Uh, that was another thing. I need to actually see the movie in order to rank it. Um, I that, just can't go prequel, by what people said. The prequel um, with those act – I can't remember the actors' names. I know they've been in a couple things, but there's a scene with Bob Saget, and he thinks someone crapped on his car. Or- oh, I love that. It was in the bath. No, it's in a, the bathroom. <laughs> He's got a like a melted chocolate bar that he takes out and gets it all over his hand and spreads it all over the bathroom. And then, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Bob so Saget thinks – but I remember – Shit everywhere. So <laughs> Just he shit for like everywhere. <laughs> I love it. Ah, uh, rest in peace, Bob Saget. Oh man, um, great. The only the only other two I had was Speed Two Cruise Control, which was just as a kid I thought that was a good movie, but in retrospect, that movie's horrible. I mean, never saw it. Can't slow down. Willem Dafoe is the bad guy who likes leeches, and he puts leeches all over his body. It was really that's strange. weird. Yeah, he played a good villain. Um, I I don't remember much about it besides in retrospect it not being very good, and then them just not being able to slow the boat down but they slow it down by crashing it into land and it's literally just driving through dock after dock and then finally it slows down but it doesn't blow up um and then the last one and this is this is a really big topic of debate in this household is mighty ducks 3 i do not like that movie at all i think it's dumb i why i don't like that there's a different coach i don't like that they're at high school, and every time they're at the rink in practice, it looks like someone turned a fog machine on. Like, that's not – I don't understand that. I don't like that Gordon Bombay is relegated to, like, five minutes at the end of the movie. I get it. He didn't want to do it anymore. Um, I just – I don't know. I don't like that movie. I just – I think it's a shitty movie. I think it's, the first it's good. So good. They're so good. And then that one is just a way lower bar in my I mean, opinion. it's better than the Mighty Ducks series, right? Oh well, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Vinny. You and I could do our own um, like uh, radio play for Mighty Ducks, and it would still be better than that series. And we don't have Disney, yeah. Money, so I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, the, the third one. The third one's good. There's some good scenes in it. Um, yeah. You know, when Porter comes back, um, that's always fun. Uh, the when they prank the the varsity team with the ants, oh, that's always good. Yeah. Um, or they get pranked by the varsity team when they take them out to and they have to like wash dishes and clean yeah. up at the restaurant uh, to pay off the bill. Uh, there's some stuff to like about it. Yeah, I'm not having Gordon Bombay there, but again, could you really have Gordon Bombay as their high school coach? Like. Probably no. not. It like, work. At the, it yeah, work. it just it just wouldn't work. It's it's okay for what it was. Again, for how great the first two movies were, um, yeah, the third one's definitely a step down. But I, yeah, I didn't have it on my list. I don't even think of that as a. I don't think of that as a bad sequel though, just because I think it's unfair to kind of put it 
I mean, I know it's part of the, you know, the trilogy, but to put it up against the other two, well, it's a trilogy, yeah. three movies. Um, the Mighty uh, trilogy. I got the box yeah. set over there. So. Yep. So, I mean, I, it's hard to put them up against those, uh, those first two movies just be, because they were so good. And it's not like they really had like a continuing story. Like they had to come up with something new. It's not like, Oh, like back to the future three, literally two to three is right in this, like in the movie. And they right. pretty much released it. Like the story all went together. Whereas like this, like the story, none of the stories really go together. It's the same group of kids, but like they're still not in peewees in the second movie. They moved on to that to be in the junior goodwill games. And then after that, they have to move on to something else. It's not like, Oh, this second season, the junior goodwill games, like, Nope, they got to move on from that. So I think for what the franchise was like, it's still good, uh, especially compared to other like trilogy type franchises like that. That was that was good, um, and especially when it it was ascending. Yeah, there was good. There's going to be a drop off at some point. At least it wasn't in the second one. Like it wasn't like the Hangover two. No. Like it was a third one where yeah, it kind of ran its course, and they kind of just wanted to put a bow on it all, which I think, they did. I think the so. thing that as a kid frustrated me. It was like, oh my gosh, they are junior Goodwill Game champions. They've they've beaten the best in the entire world. And now they can they they're having a hard time beating the varsity team. Well, they're also they were also playing kids their same age. Now they're yeah, playing. I know. Although they made Iceland look like a bunch Iceland of NHL like thirty year olds. Yeah, <laughs> right. They all look like they Iceland they could play in the NHL. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah, whereas yeah, but that again, they're playing kids their same age. Then they move on, and then they're playing you know, kids older than them. So of course they're going to struggle. So yeah, in yeah. reality, it actually makes perfect sense. Um, instead yeah, well, of, you, you know, put it that way, I'm so, yeah, mad. there um, you go. Do you have, do you have any others or no? I have two more, um, All right, let's uh, hear it. cars too. Um, I don't know if you oh. are familiar with I've the cars franchise. I've heard that's notoriously bad. That is that is atrocious. Um, the first movie was all right, cl- classic Disney Pixar movie. It really, it's not one of their best ones, but it's just it's it's good. Uh, my son was really into that movie. Um, yeah, Cars two, Cars two could have been really good if it was its own thing and wasn't part of like the actual Cars like first you know the first um, movie cast like they had different cars because it was like a a spy thriller which was really cool but then it featured mater of like and it's just like yeah yeah, bumbling you know bumpkin type character yeah yeah and you know (laughs) hey that was actually pretty good (laughs) best impression yet uh, that's um what's that guy's name i don't even know what his name is larry the cable guy i just need to be sick to do my larry Ah, see now. Okay, don't don't say, just stop when you're ahead. Um, uh, but you know, it featured him. That it was, it's kind of cool. But for what the movies were, like one and three are based on racing, which is really you know it's interesting. And you know, the first one, I guess, not so much. It's more about Lightning McQueen. You know, understanding he well, he's not some hot shot, and he needs people and friends and stuff like that. But the last one focuses on racing, which is kind of cool. The, the middle, you know, Cars 2 was, again, it was just bad. Um, you know, featuring Mater as a spy, it just didn't really work. Um, yeah. 
but maybe there's people out there that liked it. My son liked watching it. I didn't like it. It was it was awful for I, I like the third one, but I don't the the second one I could never see again. And I'll be perfectly fine with that. And then um last on my list was Caddyshack 2. Um oh, well, I yes, know we've Brian we, wrote in all about that. We've talked about that uh I think a little bit on the show. It was I remember watching it with Brian Waters um, and it, we were probably 10 to 13 years old and we stopped it. I th- We literally two kids watching a movie had to turn it off. Like we turned it off. It was that bad. And it was, yeah, I, I can't, I remember vaguely remember some things like it just, it just was hokey compared to what the first one was. Like they tried to like, do some of the same stuff, but it was like, it just came off as like hokey. Like the first one was like kind of original. The second one, just like they try to tap into some of the same jokes in the beginning. And it just wasn't, it didn't land uh, for me. Although I'm told on Twitter that it actually is a really good movie. Um, so I'm going to have to venture and watch that again really? and subject myself to that and see if it is good um was yes, was uh, said person like on illicit drugs or what? no they they're actually uh there are two people on white Sox twitter um that were one was telling he he always says that uh um that it's better than the first one which is not not wow. correct um yeah um and he's got i think he was he was a part of the uh white Sox 108 tourney and he actually had a Caddyshack 2 shirt uh, on that he wore when he was uh, doing videos and stuff, promoting himself, trying to win the tournament. So, okay. yes, I'm going to actually venture and try to rewatch Caddyshack 2 where if I can ever find it streaming, I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to pay a single dime to watch that because I, I have a feeling it's going to be bad. But I'm going to venture and rewatch that because I've been told that I need to, or I haven't been told to, but I've been well, told that it's good. <clears throat> Vinny, if you have HBO max, you can stream it on HBO max right now. I, I don't have HBO max. So darn, Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, and as somebody who I do not like the first Caddyshack, I just don't, I, I don't get, the, I, I don't get the appeal. I don't know, but I, I I hate you. I mean, it's fine. I like Rodney Dangerfield. I guess I don't know what. What? Uh, I guess. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't get the appeal. I don't know. What? It, Seriously? Not, I've never. I've never been a big golfer. So, like, you want to watch a golf movie? It? I'm gonna. I'm gonna put on Happy Gilmore. I'm not putting on Caddyshack. It's just as good. It's better than Happy Gilmore. Uh, oh. You only like Happy Gilmore because of the hockey aspect of it. Well, and because it's Adam Sandler, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I just never. I've seen Caddyshack. It's fine. I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. Oh, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa, whoa, whoa! It is one of the best sports movies ever made. I mean, comedy sports movies. How about that? Um, I still don't know about that. But come on, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's a fine. What do, you, what do you mean? It's not, it's not what people make it out. <sighs> I just that, think that's like an iconic those, movie, right? That's what I'm saying. I don't. You're think killing it's like, me. People, the mentality is it's iconic. I don't think it's iconic. I guess would be the way to put it. 
So, what are you all right, doing let's here? move on. I don't even know. Uh, Jennifer writes in, I have not seen either one of these movies. I still know what you did last summer in Cheaper by the Dozen 2. I've seen Cheaper by the Dozen 1 with Steve Martin. Cheaper by the remember any- Cheaper by the Dozen 2 is bad. They go to like a summer house what? and it's, yeah, it's bad. Is it still the same cast? Is it the same cast? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I never saw, I know what you did last summer, so I couldn't tell you anything about those two movies. Uh, The second one, yeah, the first one was good. I don't remember who the the villain was, the the murderer was, and uh, I still know. But I think they go to, like, to, like, they go to, like, some tropical resort during a hurricane or something like that. And it was, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, The first one was a lot better. The only thing I found funny about that movie, those movies, was the fact that the sequel, the best title they could come up with was I Still Know What You yeah. Did. Like, like, there was no... Somebody somewhere didn't be like, hey, I think we can workshop this a little bit better. But anyway, um, I'm curious, Vinny, because your cousin, Melissa, and I guess technically she's my cousin through marriage. Um, yeah. She loves Ghostbusters 2. I think Ghostbusters 2 is not that good. Where do you stand on Ghostbusters 2? Wait, she said it's good? Or she's got it on her list as bad? Yes. I put it in here just to piss her off, because all she does is tell me that Ghostbusters 2 is good. So I put it down that she said it was bad. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, Ghostbusters 2 is great. Um, I actually like that one. Um, I'm sorry, Justin, that you feel that way, that you don't like it. Uh, But again, this is coming from from somebody that doesn't like Caddyshack um, and doesn't think it should be hyped up. So your, your opinion and... Your the merit that you carry is slowly dropping. Um, yeah, it's 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 not good, Justin, right now. Um, so your no, your no, your opinion carries zero weight in this. Um, when you say Caddyshack isn't as good as people make it out to be, and then yeah, Ghostbusters two is a good solid film. The first one again, the first one is iconic. It was great. I think yeah, the follow up on it. I agree with you. The follow-up on it wasn't that big of a drop-off. I think it was what was so bad about it. It's pink slime that makes you mad at each other. So like, that just what's seems wrong? so dumb. Like, I don't know what. I don't know. I just it. I always it doesn't make you mad. It feeds off of negative energy. Yes, yes. And in turn, when you're covered in it, you. You you show off that you get angry, angry yeah, because yes. it's you're absorbing it. It's you, yeah, like what's what's so hard yeah. to? I mean, and then you got the walking Statue of Liberty. Like, come on, really? That was come cool. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, we we already took Erica to task for Mighty Ducks two. I still Mighty Ducks two is my favorite of the three, but I would argue Mighty Ducks one is probably the best of the three. If that makes sense. Yeah. My personal favorite, but the, the, the best quality movie, if we're going to go down that road, would be the first one. So yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. Um, yeah. that I don't I, I don't think anybody would ever say Mighty Ducks 2 was a bad sequel. I don't get... No. I would like to hear her reasonings on why it's bad. There I, we go. Okay. So here we go. Erica, When if you listen, when you listen, leave us a voicemail. Write in. Voicemail yep. And, and, or, or write in. Tell us why. Um, Karen, Karen, one of my former coworkers, she said Phantom Menace and really episodes one through three in general, anything with Jar Jar. Um, I would agree, but it's a a prequel. 
we're talking sequels here. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Let's let's think. Okay, if we if we rephrase it as the Phantom Menace is the start of that trilogy, and then Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, which one do you think is the? I think Attack of the Clones is the worst of the three. Yes. Yep. I would. Revenge I would say Sith, so. I feel like Revenge of the Sith has some redeemable plot points in it. Yep. Is it? It's kid, got a good, I like a lot it. of good action too in it. Yeah. As a kid, I loved Phantom Menace. I don't think that holds up either outside of the pod racing. Um, yeah. And the and, and the battle with Darth Maul. But um, yep. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, another it, one that, it's it, tough. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And I agree. Um, Brenda wrote in and said Grease 2. To be honest, as somebody who hates Grease 1, I could, have never seen Grease 2, so I couldn't tell you what Grease 2 yep. is about. I'll take your word um, for it, Brenda. I'll stay clear of it. <laughs> I, I yes. Can can we just say the stupid one of the stupidest endings is of a movie is Greece where the car literally starts flying off. Flying away. Well yeah. supposedly what's her name? Sandy's dead. She dies at the beach. Ooh. And this is just like her like her I guess before her trip to heaven is this whole high school uh, scene. Uh. So now yeah. I kind of want to watch it again. Uh, Sean wrote it and said, Super, <laughs> Super Troopers 2. Did you see Super Troopers 2? I didn't. I, yeah, I I wanted to, but I don't. Yeah. It came out at a weird time. I, I, I loved that first one. Uh, I still love that first one. The second mm-hmm. one, I remember we went to go see it in theaters and it started, and I'm like, all right, then, you know, it's. It's it's coming. Like I know it, it's gonna pick up. It's gonna pick up. The next scene is gonna pick up. It's gonna get going. It, it's gonna start moving. And it just never really. It never caught steam. The entire really. Movie. It was just like, it was fine. But I left it going. Be like, well, I I would much rather just have gone and watched Super Troopers one again. Really. Um. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a um, shame. It was. It was. Uh, Cheryl and Kristen both said Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I would agree. That is the first Indiana Jones. I know we've talked about this. That's the first one I've ever seen. Um, that is not. I don't mind it. It's fine, I but I don't think it holds a I, candle to the first three. I guess. Shia LaBeouf but, ruins that for me. But why? What? What? Do we, I just. I don't like him. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's I guess. He's he's another he's another weird. I guess I don't I don't know everything, but he just he's like another like. Aaron Rodgers type of weirdo, right? Like yeah. he didn't did yeah. he do anything? Like I, I honestly don't know if he did or not. I just th- thought he got weird. Like apparently yeah, I just, he assaulted someone. Oh, there you go. During a, during a filming of a movie. I don't know. He's a strange cat. But uh yeah. I I am not getting my hopes up for this new Indiana Jones uh that's coming out. God, Harrison Ford is so old. Yeah, and I know they're doing de. They, I don't think they did a lot of de aging because he said he didn't want to do that. So it was more of just a continuation of the story. And I think he's meeting up with his supposed granddaughter in this movie or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they said I mean, this is it. There is, there is no more after this, and no one is taking over the character after this. So I'll be curious if they stay true to that word. I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I just, I just. Um... Yeah, he's in the what 1923 TV show, yeah. which is like a Yellowstone prequel. And gosh, he's old and that like he he looks old in that, and he's supposed to be old, but 
man, I can't imagine him being Indiana Jones running around with a whip and pistol and doing stuff. Uh, it's going to I think it's going to be bad, but I, I don't know. I didn't mind Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull like a lot of people did. I know Star Wars yeah. made fun of them uh, or not yeah. Star Wars. Uh, South, South Park, Park made fun of them uh, yeah. pretty heavily. Um, but yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind it, but it was entertaining. But I, I don't know. Is it was I guess I guess Indiana Jones. Uh, what in the last crusade? Didn't that win an Oscar or something like that? I believe it did. Okay, so I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess it was uh, a feat of film, uh, the original trilogies, and but again, I, I take those as being like an action thriller type movies. Yeah. There's nothing really artsy about them, I guess. Um, but whatever. No, I, um, yeah, it it blows my mind. I looked up. Do you know how old he is? You want to take a guess? Harrison Ford. Yes. Seventy-five. He is eighty. Holy cow. Which is crazy to think like when he was doing the fugitive and the Jack Ryan movies, like he was already in his fifties and, and, and air force one get off yeah. my plane. Um, yep. Great movie. All right. Last two Zach writes in airplane two. I tried watching it not too long ago and it is just plain bad. None of the original writers or producers were a part of it. Um, I have never seen the original airplane. Have you seen airplane? I have not. I've seen all like the gifts and stuff of it. Um, yeah. but Yep, have not seen the movie. Uh, yes, I need to. I feel like I need to cross that off my backlog. Um, your mom wrote in and said, It Chapter Two, Jaws Two, Little Fockers, and Mary Poppins Returns. That those little that little Fockers movie was not good. It was no, really it wasn't. Yeah, and I wouldn't um, even say Meet the Pair, Meet the Fockers wasn't very good either. I don't remember that being very good either. The first no. one's great. I, I was thinking that's what I thought was they they came out with a third film for the yes. meet the parents there that's a trilogy yes. i don't yes. even remember little fockers no, um i first, i remember meet the, the fockers and that one wasn't good yeah. yes because that was when you met dustin hoffman and yeah. barbara streisand were his parents and then this one is them like um it's them with kids and then Robert De Niro's character thinks that Ben Stiller's character is cheating on his wife. So that's the whole thing. And, you know, having to prove that he's innocent, it was not good. It was not <sighs> good. Yikes. And I don't know anything about Mary Poppins or Mary Poppins Returned. I, I've only seen parts of Jaws, so I couldn't tell you. I know Jaws 2 kept coming up in the list I was looking at. Yep. Um, and I don't know anything about it because I'm too much of a... Uh, uh, well, I mean... They killed Jaws in the first one, so how can they bring that yeah. back? It's just another. It's a different shark. I don't know why they call it Jaws. They should call it something else, like Steve or Frank, <laughs> something, something else. Um, Frank. It Frank chapter the shark, two. Rosie. Yeah, it chapter two. She's talking about the new one that came out. That was actually really good. Um, even the old one was good. I, I, I know she didn't like it because the you know. Pennywise is not actually a clown. He, he's not a clown villain. He's, an he's alien, like right? an alien. Yes. And that's what the book is. So I don't know. I, I don't know what you're expecting out of it. It was solid. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Read a book, Lynn. I don't cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll appreciate the, the second, uh, the second movie. Uh, if you actually read the book, um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right. Well, 
man, the other week you took your dad to task. Now you're taking your mom to task. You're going to be uh, <laughs> the outcast. Um, yeah, the pariah of the family. I I got nothing else. You got anything else you'd like to add? Anything we I missed? did have one thing, um, and I don't have it oh. up now, but going into today, do you know how many saves? We talked about Michael Fulmer and his career saves were, was 17 um, before coming to the Cubs. Uh, do you know what Brad Boxberger's career save total was before he got a save today? I'm going to say 50. 83. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Yes. Save the best for last. I like it, Vinny. Yep. Um, all right. Well, um, we are probably going to do one of two things. We might take a couple weeks off. Vinny's got major tax stuff still going on, so we might take a couple weeks off. Or if I can find some co-hosts, maybe we'll we'll do a co-host show or something like that. But um, that is it. Feel free to write in. Tell us your, your least favorite sequels or sequels you enjoyed. Or tell me why... Caddyshack is good. Sell me on Caddyshack. Because Vinny what, couldn't do it. I, I. <laughs> what? What is? Whoa. Okay. What don't you like about Caddyshack? Oh, nothing. I just. I don't. I don't know. I just. It. I've never. It's. It's like that. that I want to say that might. Kind of watch this. Is that the first eight? Did that just? And I, I don't know my '80s movie trivia that well, but was that the very first? rich you know richers versus the poor kids that model that was like almost every teen movie in the 80s like was that I mean, the first it, it one came out, it, came it came out, out in 1980 oh it very it, well could have yeah that set set the entire like genre of films for the entire 80s so justin right there for a guy that likes 80s movies there you go, right there. That that was the 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 movie that that started it all. You could say uh, I I don't I don't know what you're expecting out of it. It's hilarious. Like Rodney Dangerfield is perfect in it. Um, I do. God, I can't. It. I can't think of uh, Bill Murray's great. I can't think of uh, Judge Smells. Um, oh God, what was his name? Um, oh, she's. Um, I can't think of it. But he. About- he at night is that his name yes yes i think so yeah. um yeah he was he was a perfect villain in that um come on yeah. I, you i think you just need to go golfing more i mean that movie is entirely quotable whether when you're on the golf course the, the the one time i've gone golfing you were there do you remember how that yes. went for me it didn't, it didn't go it well. did not go well no but i mean <laughs> that movie well. is so quotable i i yeah. To say that it's not it's good, <laughs> well, that that's good. Um, I mean, do that whenever I'm, you know, I, I do, practicing I do golf like swings. The uh, the the gambling is illegal at Bushwood, and I never slice. And then he slices. Oh, so you owe me. And then he storms off, and he's then he see him. He's in the rough, and he's kicking his ball. Don't count that. And he keeps kicking it a couple more times, and he's not counting the strokes. So yeah. I, I don't know, Isn't Justin. The, the heavy, Maybe the heavy stuff's not not coming for a little bit longer or something like that. Yeah, the 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 priest. Yeah, when uh, Bill uh, Bill Caddy Bill Murray's his caddy, and yeah, oh yeah, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming till later. And they're showing him he's the you know like 
um, hurricane style winds that he's going through to try to, you know, play around a golf. I think you need to, I think you need to play golf a tad bit more to appreciate, appreciate it. I mean, it is an outdated movie. Like you don't really have a, a lot of caddies, I guess, even at country clubs, but I'm not a member of a country club. So, but I feel like that was, you know, bigger back in the day. And that was, I don't know. I like you. I can't believe uh, maybe, you don't appreciate that movie. I will, maybe I'll give it another watch. We'll have to go golfing again this summer. Yep. And maybe influence me a little bit. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to like, share, and subscribe on youtube.com slash baseball, whatever. Tweet us at baseball and what Instagram at baseball, whatever. TikTok. I, I, I say this every week. I don't understand. I don't either. One video gets 800 <laughs> views. We make another video, it gets three. Uh, email the show at baseballwhatevergmail.com. Listen to us on your podcast app of choice. Whether it's a five-star, or I'm sorry, Apple, Spotify, leave us a five-star review if you don't mind. And if you don't want to do any of this, then tell a friend at least that um, you heard these two goofballs on a podcast and you might want to listen to us. So that is it. Don't forget, you can also text us or leave us a, vo- a voicemail. 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-ARC. Like I said, maybe we'll be back next week. Otherwise, we'll be taking a few weeks off if I can't find some guest co-hosts. Um, but we will be back at some point with more baseball and whatever. Take care, everybody. See you later. See you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. <laughs> <laughs>